Hello, Marcus Giuliano here, your chef on a mission. Welcome to Chef on a Mission Radio, episode number 60. 60, 60, what do we got here? We got episode number 62. Um, I am your chef on a mission. I'm here to help you live better, eat better, um, drink better wine, enjoy um, enjoy just your all-around food experiences, um, getting the best out of food. Getting the best out of your food, um, and there's a lot of bad food out there, a lot of really, really bad food out there, so I'm using all of my insights and nutritional experience over the last 20 years, um, restaurant experience, to help you uh, eat better at home and eat better when you're out. Uh, so today's episode, I'm going to talk about asparagus. Asparagus just a wonder vegetable, um, just packed with nutrition talk about the benefits health benefits of asparagus of course it's may right now and asparagus is in season so it's perfect that's season all across the country so perfect time for this conversation and then um with over 1200 grapes uh worldwide um for wine uh, what is the perfect summer wine well of course that's subjective perfect summer red wine i should say red wine for the summer that's totally subjective um because it's always what you like but i'm going to tell you some of my favorite picks in fact i'm going to highlight one wine today that i love during the summer that is a red wine from italy but before we jump in of course this is all possible um, because of aroma time bistro our my restaurant since 2003 in Ellenville, New York, Amera, uh, the uh, Hudson Valley's most awarded farm-to-table restaurant. Um, we are located in Ellenville, about 90 miles north of New York City, featuring farm-to-table cuisine. We like to say real food, great bar. And we also do amazing wine trips to Italy, uh, the Finger Lakes, and Long Island now. So VIPWineryVacations.com is another one of our businesses that uh, makes this all possible. We take you to Italy, uh, usher you around to our friends' vineyards where you have an amazing, amazing time. They were, my friends raw the red carpet for you. It is just totally amazing, um, the experiences that you have in Italy with us and in the Finger Lakes and Long Island. And if you're here in the Hudson Valley, well, we now provide your car, our driver service, our licensed drivers, insured and licensed drivers, show up to your location, drive your car, and take you to some amazing vineyards, breweries and distilleries, and sites here in the Hudson Valley. It is a big savings versus a limo and much more flexible. Uh, so VIPWineryVacations.com for that as well. Check it out. Your car, our driver here in the Hudson Valley. All right, now on to asparagus. Asparagus is one of my favorite vegetables. Um, we don't serve asparagus uh, much uh, throughout the course of the year when it's not in season. There are some times that we do bring it in, but really we go all out with asparagus when it is in season. Um, asparagus is just one of those amazing vegetables. I know some of you don't want to consume asparagus because it makes your pee smell. Well, you know what? So what? It's it's your health. It is your health. Um, so um, and it's not it's not permanent. It's not permanent. It's just temporary. So um, get over the odor and uh, enjoy asparagus and all the nutritional benefits of it. All right. So um, you can go online. And you can you can obviously Google asparagus health benefits and come up with hundreds of thousands of articles on asparagus so there's there's a lot going on um 
I'm going to talk about some of the common denominators in asparagus. Uh, Healthline.com uh, summarizes the top seven. So I'm going to reference uh, their article on Healthline.com. Uh, great website, a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, so asparagus, seven reasons why you should eat more asparagus. All right. This popular vegetable comes in a variety of colors, including green, white, purple, and is used in dishes around the world, including frittatas, pastas, and stir fries. So, yes, asparagus does come purple. It does come green. Um, those are just variations of, of asparagus. The white asparagus, uh, which is known for from Holland, uh, and you can grow them anywhere. Basically, you are depriving the asparagus of uh, sunlight, which is going to stop the chlorophyll production photosynthesis. Um, I would probably venture to say that white asparagus is not as nutritious as the green or purple because that has the magic of the sun. Um, you That's your direct source of the sun's energy. I mean, you deprive something of the sun uh, or something's not doing its proper proper um, man, uh, uh, proper mother nature um, processes, I'd probably say to venture and steer away from it. Asparagus is is still great. It's awesome. Uh, it tastes great. It's it's a little more expensive. Um, fancy chefs love to use it, but I'm a fan of the standard green and purple. If you have not had purple, look for a purple. Look for a purple asparagus at a farmer's market near you. Uh, asparagus is also low in calories and packed with essential vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. We're going to cover the seven top benefits of asparagus. Benefit number one, many nutrients but few calories. Asparagus is low in calories but boasts an impressive nutrient profile. And it goes on to talk about just a half a cup is only half a cup of asparagus is only 20 calories. Now, folks, you you should cook asparagus. You need to just um, blanch it very quickly, cook it very quickly to release the enzymes so your body can absorb it, um, process it. So, but you can also um, you know add vinegar, um, pickle it, things like that. That's sort of breaking it down and releasing the enzymes. Things like broccoli. Um, asparagus, cauliflower should be blanched very lightly. I know the raw food movement says no, 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 um, but other health gurus say you need to just cook it briefly to just unlock uh, the enzymes to help proper absorption and digestion. Uh, but if you take asparagus and you slice it very thinly and you marinate it with a little lemon juice or a little uh, organic apple cider vinegar with the mother in it, um, that'll break it down just like um just like ceviche, when you add an acid to a seafood, it breaks it down, the proteins, and um, and um, just makes it better absorption for you. So whether you cook it, uh, steam it, saute it, grill it, um, don't deep fry it, though, please. Um, roast it. Roasting it is great. You can roast it in the oven, line them up single file on a sheet tray, and roast away with almost no little or very little oil if you want to spray a little bit of um Vegetable spray on it, you sure can. Always read ingredients of the vegetable sprays. Some of those standard ones will shock you with the ingredients on them. Uh, but it's basically loaded with tons of different things. Um, folate, potassium, phosphorus, vitamin E, uh, vitamin K. 57% of the recommended daily allowance of vitamin K. Um, vitamin C, fiber, um, very, very little fat. People don't understand that a lot of things have fat. Even watermelon has trace amounts of fat. That's just the way Mother Nature put everything together. Um, that's what uh, what she did. 
Uh, asparagus also possesses small amounts of macronutrients, including iron, zinc, and riboflavin. It's an excellent source of vitamin K, essential nutrient involved in blood clotting and bone health. Um, in addition, asparagus is high in folate, a nutrient that is vital for healthy pregnancy and many important processes of the body, including cell growth and DNA formation. Um, benefit number two. Good source of antioxidants. Antioxidants are compounds that protect your cells from the harmful effects of free radicals and oxidative stress. Now, on a side note, antioxidants. People always say, what is an antioxidant? You know, color in vegetables is a correlation with the antioxidant level. So things like dark chocolate we know have high antioxidants. It's a dark color. Things like red cabbage are very high in antioxidants, antithionins, so that the brighter the color, the darker the color, the pigment, the pigment of fruits and vegetables is a direct correlation to the antioxidants. So if that's tr true, then white asparagus, you know, obviously has no color, so less antioxidants. So um, like I was saying in the beginning, I'm not a fan nutritionally. If I had a choice and I was eating asparagus for nutritional purposes or if I said, you know, I want to get the most out of every bite, it would be the green or the purple. Um, oxidative stress contributes to aging, chronic inflammation, and many diseases, including cancer. Asparagus, like other green vegetables, high in antioxidants. These include vitamin E, C, glutathione, as well as um, flavonoids and polyphenols. Uh, asparagus is particularly high in flavonoids, quercetin, um, and everything, of course, is cited on this um, on here uh, through the studies. So everything's footnoted repeatedly. This article is really well written. Um, these substances have been found to have blood pressure lowering, anti-inflammatory, antiviral, anti-cancer effects in a number of human test tube and animal studies. What's more, purple asparagus contains powerful pigments called anthocyanins, which give the vegetable its vibrant color and have antioxidant effects in the body. So purple going along with the purple cabbage as well and darker colors. Um, so increasing, in fact, increasing anthocyanin intake has been shown to reduce blood pressure and the risk of heart attack and heart disease. All right. Um, number three, asparagus can improve digestive health. Dietary fiber is essential for good digestive health. Just a half cup of asparagus contains 1.8 grams of fiber, which is 7% of your daily needs. Studies suggest that a diet high in fiber-rich fruits and vegetables may help reduce the risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, and diabetes. Uh, asparagus is particularly high in insoluble fiber, which adds bulk to stool and supports regular bowel movements. Um, it also contains a small amount of soluble fiber, which dissolves in water and forms a gel-like substance in the digestive tract. Um, soluble fiber feeds the friendly bacterial bacteria in the gut, such as lactobacillus and all the other good stuff. Um, let's see. Number four helps support a healthy pregnancy. Asparagus is an excellent source of folate known as vitamin B9. Just a half a cup of asparagus provides adults with 34% of their daily folate. Um, um, so high in folate, vitamin B9. Folate is an essential nutrient that helps form red blood cells and produce DNA for healthy growth and development, especially important during the early stages of pregnancy to ensure the healthy development of baby. Now, of course, you can take supplements, and um, a lot of doctors, uh, health gurus, 
nutritionists, alternative health nutritionists, suggest vitamins. They suggest supplements, uh, which is fine to a certain extent. A lot of people are taking expensive vitamins because um, your body just doesn't absorb them. Uh, the best way to get really true balance of things is to actually um, consume them. That is the very best way. So um, the uh, the very best way is to actually consume to consume as Mother Nature uh, intended. So um, that's the very best way to take advantage of all of these vitamins and nutrients is to eat food that is very rich in them. So that was number four. Number five, helps lower blood pressure. High blood pressure affects more than 1.3 billion people worldwide and is a major risk factor for heart disease and stroke. Research suggests that increased potassium intake while reducing salt intake is an effective way to lower blood pressure. Um, potassium asparagus is a good source of potassium, providing 6% of your daily requirement in a half cup serving. What's more, research in rats with high blood pressure suggests that asparagus may have other blood pressure-lowering properties. In one study, rats were fed a diet of 5% asparagus or a standard diet without asparagus. After 10 weeks, the rats on the asparagus had 17% lower blood pressure than the rats with the standard diet. Um, of course, an animal study, but they use rats because rats have, um, they, they go through generations very quick, so they reproduce, and um, the, the um, life expectancy, so they can see right away from one generation to two generations to three generations what's happening with the effects of things, which is why rats are particularly used in studies. Um, can help you lose weight. Currently, no studies have tested the effects of asparagus on weight loss, but let's face it, folks, you are what you eat, and you know what you're eating, and you know that um, better food equals better weight. However, it has a number of properties that could potentially help you lose weight. First of all, it's very low in calories. This means you can eat a lot of asparagus without taking in a lot of calories. Just don't load it up with lots and lots of oil or don't make a salad out of mayonnaise or don't deep fry it. Don't make don't make asparagus tempura and say, well, I got my asparagus in today because you um, had it in rancid oil, um, probably rancid flour. And it was deep fried and a lot of chemical reactions happened. And uh, so obviously... People say, well, I'm getting my asparagus, or I'm getting this in, but if they put vitamin C in cigarettes, I think certain people would say, well, gee, I'm getting my vitamin C because it's in the cigarette, so the cigarette must be good for me because it has 100% of my vitamin C in it. It's one of those scenarios. Um, you have to eat it in its natural form and not adulterate uh, at all or too much at all. Um, and number seven, asparagus is easy to add to your diet. In addition to being nutritious, asparagus is delicious and easy to incorporate in your diet. Uh, it can be cooked in a variety of ways, including boiling, grilling, steaming, roasting, sauteing, and you can purchase canned asparagus, which is pre-cooked and ready to eat. You can also purchase frozen asparagus, which is really good, makes it easy. A lot of restaurants will do that when asparagus spikes um, in price or it's in the off-season. A lot of restaurants will buy frozen asparagus. Um, so, um, But, you know, people say, I don't want frozen you know, it's better than not eating it at all. Let's face it. Um, if you have a choice of, of of not eating a vegetable versus a frozen vegetable, eat a frozen vegetable. Um, do something with it. Eat the frozen vegetable. Make a salad out of it. Thaw it. Make a salad. Cook it off. Whatever. Um, it's better than not eating it. If, if if you're the kind of person that says, well, gee, I just can't get to the store all the time, and I just can't do this, and, I, and, and I'm just, you know, it, it's hard for me to stock the stuff, then if... 
frozen is what makes you eat it, then eat it. That's the simple line. Do what's best for you. And if you can get, you know, once a week, go get fresh or whatever, um, do that. You know, so um, the bottom line is just eat it. Eat it, eat it, eat it. All right. All right. So summer wines. Summer wines. Um, wine is so subjective. Um, ratings are so subjective based upon the reviewer. And, of course, some some reviews uh, are more legitimate than others. Um, some are totally subjective. Um, and when you taste a wine and you read it that has a great review, you're like, gee, why don't I like this? Am I supposed to like it? And then you lie to yourself. Gee, it has 90 points, so it must be good. It has 94 points, so it must be good. And you lie to yourself and say, oh, this is, this is good wine when you don't really like the wine. If you don't like the wine, um, your rating is totally different. Everybody's tastes are totally different. So I'm going to talk to you about one of my favorite summer wines. Um, it's the Dolcetto grape from northern Italy. Dolcetto is a grape varietal from the Piedmonte area, from Piedmonte, so north of Tuscany. This is where the famous Borolos and Barbarescos come from, the powerhouse northern Italian wines. It's made from the Nebbiolo grape. Of course, when you look at that region in Alba, Lamora, all through Piedmonte, uh, Barolo and Barbaresco, the leading grape is indeed Nebbiolo, making the Barbaresco and the Barolo. That is what the grape is, the big grape there. These wines are not everyday drinking wines. You might have to eat, you do have to eat these wines to balance out the fruit, the acid, and there's nothing you know better than a 15-year-old Barolo, but that's not something you're sitting on every day and that um, you can go into a restaurant and just buy a great bottle of 15-year-old Barolo at a decent price. However, Dolcetto. Dolcetto is really the wine that makes the Barolo and Barbaresco possible because Dolcetto um, is the cash cow for all the winemakers up there. Dolcetto. Barolos and Barbarescos have such strict aging requirements. You have to put it in an oak. You have to let it sit for three years, a year in the bottle before you release it. And the wine is, you know, already mm. a few years old by the time it hits market. Dolcetto is not like that. Dolcetto is stainless steel aged, um, not as much aging at all. Um, the grape is easy to grow for them up in that area in Italy, and um, they can put it to market much quicker so they can make um, make money on it, right? They can uh, create some cash flow. It's a cash cow for them, and it's easy to produce. So the everyday drinking wine up in that area is going to be indeed Dolcetto, but Dolcetto is light, fruity, vibrant, fresh, and um, just a good all-around wine. It's it's a lot of Italian wines. You must must have food with them. Do not think about drinking certain Italian wines without a meal. Right. Well, this wine you can drink it without a meal. You can have it with a, without a, with a salad. You can have it with a pizza. You can enjoy it more than you can a lot of those big complex Italian wines. And as always, Italian wines across the board I find to be a great value compared to other regions of the world, especially California. Uh, there are some really great family operations, lots and lots of family operations throughout Italy, uh, small family operations. They're making amazing, amazing quality wine. And you look at the price, you're like, well, how did they do it for that price? Um, so Dolcetto's can range from $9 and up, $9 and up. Um, and uh, you can get it for $9, $10. You get a really awesome bottle of Dolcetto uh, from that region, Dolcetto de Alba, uh, Dolcetto. Uh, from any of those producers up there. They make some really, really good, inexpensive, uh, value-based, easy-drinking 
uh, friendly wines. So try Dolcetto the next time you're looking for a summer lighter red, um, and um, let me know what you think. And uh, if you like it, um, turn other people on to it as well. Speaking of Italy, people have been asking us since May 2021 right now, and people are asking us, Marcus, when are you going back to Italy? What are the current regulations in traveling? We want to go to Italy. So as of right now in May, now keep in mind things are changing rapidly with this. If you asked me six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, if we were going to Italy, I would have probably said, no way. Uh, am I going to be able to do that? Um, it's just they're getting worse there, cases, this and that. But however, things have changed and, and drastically in a positive direction to um, welcome welcoming tourists in, tourism. And Americans are now able to start planning on going back in as long as you fly with certain airlines. I know Delta is one of the airlines. But here's what you have to do, folks. Three days prior, you have to take a test, um, COVID test, of course. When you land, you have to take COVID tests in the airport. Um, of course, if you test positive, you're either not going or you're quarantined. Before you leave, three days prior, you have to require a negative test. There are no passport vaccines required. There's no vaccine required as of right now. You can book these trips. You have to have negative tests Um um, have a negative test to get in and negative test to get out. Total of three right now. And this could change next week, by the way, folks. So depending upon when you're listening to this, um, you could say I'm dead wrong, and I hope I am wrong. I hope it gets easier for us to travel, easier and safer for us to travel, uh, globally, that is. So um, if you are going to Italy, make sure your first night's on the beach or somewhere that you want to be quarantined. Uh, if it's your last night in Italy, make sure it's somewhere that you wouldn't mind being quarantined for three days. Like, for example, don't stay at the, <laughs> don't make your last three nights at the hotel at the airport, right? You're going to get tested three days prior, you're going to know. But it may, may, make sure that it's it's in a villa, it's in a hotel, it's somewhere that, especially a villa that, you know, you have, can, can roam freely as opposed to a hotel where they might say, don't leave your room. Um, this was like this in New Zealand uh, in the height of Corona or their height um, where they were actually letting people in. You were like um, uh, detained in your room basically until you met the quarantine phase. Of course, that would be no fun. Uh, there are so many great places from beaches to mountains um, to vineyards to all kinds of historic cities in Italy. Italy is an amazing place. So we hopefully will be getting back there. Our November trip in 2021, we're not sure what's happening with that. Because I would hate to be the host and plan to go and take 20 people and myself show positive and myself be quarantined. And our guests, um, not on their own, because we have Luigi in Italy, who is a, our great partner and tour guide over there. Uh, we have the team over there, Diego and Carlo, who uh, work at our, as our ground operator. And, of course, you have Jamie. So if Jamie, one of us, shows up, positive then it is just a hassle because we are the hosts the, the official hosts not that you couldn't do the trip without us or without me you could but it's just i'm afraid if that were to happen i would let you down um so we kind of have to wait a little longer um our legal counsel our travel legal counsel you know is advising that we wait until september um to really see what the situation is so i honestly just think that um 2021 is going to be the best bet for group travel, especially for us. If you want to travel yourself, now you know the regulations as of May 2021. I would travel myself in a heartbeat.
totally travel myself in a heartbeat. And of course, plan my plan my stays around where I'd want to be quarantined if I had to be quarantined. Um, instead of an airport hotel, I am. We probably will travel, um, Jamie and I, uh, separately, but not within a group, uh, just so something doesn't happen and it ruins other people's. Or you know, um, if people in our group test positive, it's hard to catch up on a group tour, right? If you're three of quarantining three days in Italy and you have to catch up on a group tour like you landed in Rome but now the group's in Florence like now you got to get on a high-speed train or book another flight to get there and catch up with the group and take a cab or a taxi to get to it's it's a hassle so just make sure that if you're booking a trip with any travel agent right now to any of these countries especially Eddie if you're booking trips if you're going to eat wherever you're going you are bearing more of a risk than you ever have in the past of losing your money and losing a good time right now. You are bearing more of a risk than ever before, and unfortunately, um, you can only buy so much travel insurance. You can only, you know, you can only, you can only do so much. You probably can only take so much time off of work as well uh, if you're employed. And an extra three days in quarantine, um, of course, your boss has to um, understand that you're not going to go to work if you're sick. But if you own a business and the business needs you or the job really, really, really needs you, you're going to, you know, um, people are counting on you. Um, it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, for all, there's a lot of situations that are tough to happen. All right. Um, I am Marcus Giuliano. I am your chef on a mission. I'm here to help you uh, live and eat better. And um, hopefully you found the show uh, great today. Hopefully you found this, um, some topics on here good. Hopefully you will uh, consume asparagus if you like asparagus or you'll find a way to incorporate asparagus into your diet. And of course, if you're ever in the Hudson Valley, please stop by and say hello to us in Ellenville, New York at Aroma Time Be Show Time Like the Herb, T-H-Y-M-E. And we look forward to seeing you, seeing you hearing from you and all that kind of stuff. Until the next episode, folks. Uh,